Hello and welcome to our quarantine podcast, of which there will be many. Welcome. Hello, everyone. It's Lisa, Ian, and Andre. We're here. At least a month, a month long, a month, month's worth of quarantine podcasts. Which could mean that you might hear from us more um, than you normally do. What do you guys think about that? Is that be a good thing? Yeah. Um, Studio audience, is that is that good? They're, they're nodding. They're, yeah. They're, they're nodding, yes. Um, I yeah. am. I don't know if it's going to happen. I'm kind of uh, half started working on, and, and what I mean by working on, it's hard to type right now because my finger's in a, a little bandage because I had the surgery. Um, so I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it, but I've been working on a possible quarantine version, uh, a radio drama for us all to perform. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I think it could be fun. I think we should do it. Are we going to do our own Foley and, and all that kind yes, of stuff? Yes, I think we're just going to do it live. It's going to be... Live. I think it should be like really bad Foley. <laughs> he walked saying? in. <laughs> hey, look, don't give away our comedy before we've done it. Just guys, imagine stomp, that you didn't hear that. Stomp, stomp, footsteps. Exactly. Footsteps, so footsteps. Um, I've been working on that and I'm going to enlist uh, Andre's musical talents because I feel like it could also possibly be a musical. And because Love I hate it. them, it's going to be the anti-musical. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we singing? We could we be could talking. We could just have said this an hour ago. We can do a hip hop one and, and pretend yes. like we're all rapping. No, 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 no. I want black people to dun, keep like. Yeah. Let's not offend black people in the apocalypse. You're the only brown person on our podcast, and you know you can you can do that by yourself. I'll beatbox for you. Wait, I'm not even allowed to beatbox. I'm a Karen. Um. <laughs> A lot of bad news is happening. A lot of bad things. You guys are, you know, probably scared to death every day by our so-called daily briefings by our president, our alleged president. But we're not going to talk about all that kind of stuff. Um, we're going to try to stay on the positive tip. There's plenty of information out there that you can be, you know, confused by. But we're not going to. We're not going to get into that. We're going to talk about the stuff that we do know. The good news is, as of this morning, the U.S. Um, Food and Drug Administration announced that it has approved the use of its first rapid diagnostic test that could detect coronavirus in approximately 45 minutes. This is great news. These tests will begin shipping next week, according to a statement from California-based um, Cepheid, the company manufacturing the test, Cepheid. If you C E P H E I D, it sounds like something that attacks you in a video game and eats your face. But um, they are the ones that are producing these uh, tests, so that's really good news. Good Love news that. for the the nation. It's a forty five minute test because the test, as it stands now, is quite lengthy. So that's really really good news. And they can start mass producing that and just start shipping them out. Yeah. Another cool uh, thing I saw stand. in the news is uh, Christian Seriano has been uh, making masks with his team, his design team. They're providing at least a thousand masks to start with. They're going to see how many they can make in these next several days. And the um, and uh, Cuomo has said, "Sure, thank you." And they're enlisting those masks, hopefully, to hospital staff. That's a good thing. Watching people do cool shit, and I think this is the coolest news. Um, well, it's not the coolest news. Those two things are pretty fucking cool. But you don't have to um, pay your taxes on July 15th. Now, here's what I want to know. Do you have to file by April 16th? No, they said that they pushed the filing date back. You literally now it's just filing, too. So you yeah. can wait till July. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. all of you guys can wait till July 14th to file your taxes because the deadline is July 15th. Because I know how a lot of y'all be. It's like you're going to wait. What, what do we do? It's April 15th for our taxes now. 
or before yeah. the pandemic, you know, we'd be up in here like on the 12th going, I probably need to do that today. But if you file now, you might get your return quicker. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. You can file at any point. They just extended the deadline. Yeah. The cool so. thing of it is, is I, I feel like hopefully the IRS, I feel like they're just sort of untouched by everything. I feel like those people live in bubbles, um, unaware of what year it is. And I feel like, uh, and I feel like they're not human. I feel like they're turtle people who live on the moon. And I think you need to like use like teleportation like they do in Fallout to go into, yeah. like they're the Institute. Like, yeah. They're untouchable. If anybody's the institute in this scenario, it would be the IRS. It's the IRS, yeah. Yeah. Fa- you have to pay your taxes to father. Yeah, but... The, yeah. I do feel kind of weird playing Fallout when all of this is happening because I'm just like... <laughs> Isn't it weird? <laughs> yeah. It's so weird playing Fallout. And then I'm playing Outer Worlds, which is like this um, series of planets that is sponsored. Everything's sponsored. <laughs> so, like this first guy that you meet in the game, he's like... Oh, Spacer's choice. Choose choose Spacer's choice. He's like giving an ad for the company as he dies and gives you his gun. Um, <laughs> I feel like that's probably more accurate than Fallout 4, but then a lot of Fallout 4 feels true. It does. It's weird. I actually, sorry, I don't want to turn this into a Fallout podcast, but I've been playing a lot of it, and I don't feel as bad like spending hours upon hours playing Fallout exactly. because like what else is there to do? At least I'm not out there. At least I'm not outside. You're but, um, keeping people alive by staying indoors. And thank you by for playing doing that. Fallout. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Don't Fallout, let anybody please, but, tell you to shelter in place. Just shelter in place. Uh, Bethesda, can. please sponsor me. I know, um, right? All of us. No, I was playing it. And I, I've basically, anytime there's like, do you want to join us? Like in any scenario, I'm like, yeah, because I know that'll give me more quests. So I joined the Brotherhood of Steel. I did not know that I would be joining the actual fucking military. Ooh. In that game, so now I'm looking for a way out. <laughs> They're the worst. Um, Brotherhood of Steel could have given you a heads up. Uh, I always, um, I've played it many different ways. I've watched Ian play it. I think he started the game. This is probably the thirtieth time I've seen him restart the game. I had to restart like three times just last week. Yeah, he's he downloaded <clears throat> a bunch of mods in his um, his game, and his whole system said no, fuck that. But uh, this is my <laughs> he tip. said, nah, dog. Nah, dog. So no for me. Um, I joined up with the Minutemen because it gets all the settlements unlocked and I can, you know, you know run yeah. around and build a bunch. That's awesome. But you can unlock settlements by n- not. But you can. He does this. So yeah. he'll tell you the tip. You don't, have to, you don't have to settle. You can just start the game and side with no one. You never have to meet Preston. Right. And his annoying followers. Mm, interesting. But the Brotherhood are steel. They're all like, oh, my God, bro. Look at my sweet gun. Look at my power armor guy. Oh my god. See, like the way the game presents it, it's like they're just like they're kind of like the Minutemen. Like they're just a ragtag group of people trying to like maintain the peace. But then they're like, come on our battleship. And they start giving me like army salutes, and I'm just like, oh fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I, I get get me off this roller coaster. I don't want this. <laughs> they're insufferable. I and you go on the Pridwin, and the Pridwin's cool. You can get it as a settlement if you stay with the Brotherhood of Steel. But I just couldn't get past Palatin Dance. I just think that he's an yeah. insufferable twat. And I'm like, I just can't wait to shoot you in the face. Oh, he's so, such a himbo. Yeah. So now I'm at the far end of the game where I've got all of my settlements unlocked. They're all at 100 percent except for 10 pines is only 84. I can't get those bitches to be happy for no reason. <laughs> and then every time I see a Brotherhood of Steel person, even if they're like not even my enemy, I just shoot them. 
That's the difference though. I don't I don't focus so much on the settlements. Like the the sometimes I'll like very rarely I'll stop at one of the settlements and like build something, but like I mostly just play I don't play the main quest. I do a lot of side side missions. I have not looked for Sean for like a solid month. Yeah. Boys just gonna have to wait. I'm just getting all my all my cool <laughs> yeah. guns and shit, like, all fuck my skin that packs. Kid. That, that yeah. kid, he <laughs> fucked. It's been two hundred and fifty years. I don't know where he'd be at, but I don't know. What's up, kid? Well, I'm a terrible player, too, because the Brotherhood still asked me if I was, like, busy with anything, and I made my character say no. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll... So he's you'll... probably very confused. If you do if you do the um, the railroad, I think down that... that Those uh, two come, like, yeah, come to a head. I think one of your one of your um, missions is going to be to blow up the Bridwin. Yeah. So that's kind of Ooh, fun. love that. That yeah. sounds like an easy well, out. Don't spoil it for him. Well, he said he wanted to find, he wanted to get rid of, you know, the Brotherhood. So that's yeah. how you do it. Just do At the railroad. At some point, you can like turn state's evidence on them and just blow them out of the water. Yeah, blow up mm, the ship. Like I'm doing the railroad right now. I'm just doing railroad stuff. Are you? Yeah. Yeah. If I started it again, I'd probably just do railroad Minutemen, and I would just like. I'm not even doing Minutemen. I did. I did this thing that you got to do at the institute. We won't spoil that for him, but um, yeah. Well, a good recommendation for a video game if you want to, you know, because sp- pass a couple of hours. That's a good game. There's a lot of people. I would just, super... I would just check out the PlayStation Store in general because they always have sales going on. Yeah. And I, I just scroll for hours, and sometimes I'll get like a full game for like three dollars, and yeah, it'll just, get, just yeah. be there. Get Fallout Four is only like ten bucks now. It is, and I gotta yeah. say, a lot of people have like a lot of strong opinions about what Bethesda did to the games. I know that a lot of people are diehard Fallout Three. They were from the the also original one and two. Um, Fallout seventy six was an abomination. It was just all the assets of Fallout Four only in West Virginia with none of the fun. Um, I mean, how <laughs> they they ruined West Virginia for me because it's an awesome place, and they're just like they fucked that up. But Far Cry, I have Far Cry ready to play. I have um, Rage, two or three ready to play. Borderlands, a lot of games, but my hands have to be better before I can play them. Right now, I'm playing Outer Worlds, and I just don't know how to switch guns out. Outer Worlds is really funny because they're mm. the guys who originally built Fallout. Back in the Dizzle, when it was clever and funny and the humor was there. Um, another positive thing is they're releasing stuff like you can see museums online. Mm. You guys been watching them? I watched a couple That's of them. That's kind of cool. I went to the Guggenheim virtually. That was super fun. I wonder yep. if this is stuff they have already had set up, like the I don't know. their their three sixty cameras. Yeah. Or do they have to get someone in there to? To put all that in. I don't know. I know that also I was hearing from a friend of mine um, who actually does this for a lo- living. He's out shooting the streets of his town. He's in Chicago. And a lot of s- street photographers are out shooting the no traffic. There's no traffic in L.A. right now. Um, so it's cool to see these open streets. Bad news is a lot of production, um, I'd say the majority of production is shut down around town. And um, mm. you're all a lot of your stuff shot down, but you do have a shoot on my Monday. shit. My shit stopped in like in fucking the end of February. Yeah, before this even hit. So this is just a doubling down of like no work. Yeah, yeah, that's scary. Well, is it is it usually around this time where production dies down, or is that more like November, no, December? Not not really. This is the ramp up. This, this is when the, yeah. this is when people are like they, they're mm. finally coming out of their to, yeah, holiday comas up. and they're finally getting their shit together. So 
This is our Q1. If we didn't have if we didn't have a decent January, we'd be so fucked. Yeah. We live in our bridge right now. You know? No, inexplicably. Just it's crazy. It's crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. And it's affected a lot I of think, uh, though, premieres. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, it is affecting a lot of premieres. But I think it is kind of cool that um, some movies are just going straight to streaming. Because yeah. that's something, like, I feel like everyone has, like, wanted to see, like, if that works. Right. And I think it is working for the most part. Um, I know in the case of at least the Invisible Man, it was in the it was in theaters for like a couple of weeks, and then all this shit happened, and then it just went uh, straight to streaming along with other movies like uh, Emma and The Hunt, who were I think both also in theaters around this time, right? Um, and Disney Plus threw on Frozen two earlier than than usual, um, but yeah, it, it has affected a lot of re- release dates. Um, and I don't know, I think it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting couple of months post all of this when everything is going to be coming out at the same time or do you do you think they're going to bunch it up all in in a short amount of time to get it over with or do you think they're just going to spin it out as much as they can it's hard to tell i was really when i saw them bringing onward out and putting onward on streaming so quickly i feel like everybody's waiting to see it's not a town that has its shit together this way it's not a town of planners Mm. Uh, the only people who plan (laughs) Our production managers, all the above the lines who do the planning, they're the only people who like plan shit. I think everybody else is like, oh, there's a lot of limbing behavior in our industry. So I feel like people are, oh, so if Disney's going to do this and then they're waiting to see the results, what are the numbers? What's the response? It's all and reactionary. It, yeah, I think it is. Sense, huh? So it's hard to see, but I would love to, I would love to think that at the end of this quarantine, that there would just be the wish is that it, it, the productions will just boxcar and there'll just be a lot of work for everybody to try to get done and we'll just be pushing into the beginning of next year. That's what I hope mm. will happen. I hope so. Because, you know, there's a lot of our brethren and sistren who are hurting right now. I mean, I know there's also a lot of waiters and waitresses and just people and just in general across the board in almost yeah. every industry. We're all in the same. That are know. struggling. Yeah, we're all the same. So, Do you know, it's very, it's interesting. It's like until 2016, and 2016 really showed all of us that we're all in this collectively together. We really are. You know. That's why we should pay yeah. attention to quarantines and quarantine ourselves, even if our state municipalities are telling us not. Um, just take some common sense and also protect yourself. If you're having to work, you know, really protect yourself. Like, don't feel weird wearing that mask. Don't feel weird wearing gloves. Don't. Do you know, I yeah, I'm sure no one is going to be like, why are you wearing a mask? No, no <laughs> one is. I don't, I'm not making fun of anybody or anybody's paranoia. We don't know if you're who you live with or what, you know, like. Do your thing. And you honestly, know? paranoia at this point is is a lot better than just not caring. It pays off. Do you know, I haven't yeah. been to the grocery store since the, you know, safe at home measures have been enacted here in California. Yeah. I'm wondering if you're going to have to wait outside for, you know, 20 people to come out, then the next 20 people There was talk in. of this happening, right? On yeah. It would be very interesting. That they were going to let people in and, like sections yeah numbers and then they're also limiting items and things like that i was watching um a youtube video from from some people i follow uh the corridor digital guys and they sort of did a vlog they were sort of um skating through downtown la 
uh, to see how this is um, affecting like that area. And at one point in the video, they did stop by, I think it was like a Ralph's and they were only like letting in 10 people at a time. And there's like this huge line wrapping around the building for yeah. people oh, to get wow. groceries. Yeah. That's crazy. So I see that kind of like being a thing that, you know, it makes sense if until people can kind of get into the rhythm. Look, people are not used to doing this. Uh, we haven't any had anything no. like this happen on our own soil in our lifetime. So and it's happened very quickly. It did. It did. But I'm I'm hoping this will define us in a positive way and impact us in a positive way, rather than you know, be the time that celebrities sat around and acted like assholes online and killed their careers. <laughs> Please stop singing. <laughs> Imagine no one wants to hear it. Nobody wanted that. It's okay. Also, how are you getting a test and, and you know, real ass people are not getting a test. I mean, that's kind of not sitting well with a lot of people. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I like to know how that works. I mean, we see it with fires here. Like, I didn't know until this last major fire. I had no idea this happened that, you know, bougie ass celebrities have their own fire departments. They pay for that protection. And I was like, wow, I guess that wow. is the... The haves and the have-nots. And like, how do whole, how do whole sports teams, you know, get tests? Like, where are they getting the tests? I don't know. If, if people like, if, if doctors in they knew two in weeks hospitals, ago that dude on the Utah Jazz had it. It was like, damn. I'm like, how does he know? If doctors in hospitals can't get it for their patients, and how I just it's weird. It's, it's crazy. A, it's really pointing yeah. out a lot of disparity and inequality. Is is Andre yes. has said? You know, he's yeah. said many times. It's like this is pointing this out. You know, it's also this crazy. Oh, go ahead. Go Andre. ahead. Ian. Go ahead. Uh, I was just saying. You know, I have this this um, app that monitors air travel. I just pulled it up the other day when I was walking the dog, and I'm like, there are a bunch of planes in the sky traversing all over the world still. So oh yeah, but they're weird. flying empty. There, yeah. There's no one in the planes. They're flying them empty. Why would they fly? Be flying them empty? They're moving people. Because, because, well, because I think it's it's somehow it's cheaper to move the planes than have them sit in the airlines i think it's also something that comes down to um losing your flight time slot that that airline loses that flight slot if they don't fly in it and there's a big competition for that flight time between yeah. airlines Qantas wow. may want that over say Lufthansa or whatever. I don't, you know, as a weird example. And so people are vying for those spots. And so they're just flying anyway. And I'm like, I don't know. And I don't know how I feel about bailing out the airline industry. Kind of like, fuck y'all. Make them pay it back. Yeah. <laughs> I saw a lot of people on, on Twitter being like, um, like the airlines, like asking for like a, a $1.5 billion bailout, dollar bailout or something. And people being like, oh, you don't have a savings account? Well, maybe you should just like not go out to eat and like maybe don't order Starbucks every day. <laughs> like all these things. Too like, much avocado toast told, for Delta. <laughs> yeah, too much avocado toast for Delta. <laughs> like, exactly. Mm, you guys buying iPhones, are we, Southwest? Uh, yeah, maybe you shouldn't buy the latest iPhone. Buy yeah. the latest iPhone. <laughs> just fuck off. Like, just fuck off. I don't give a shit. You know, I can't See, I will say anyway. the, the silver lining of all this is that the 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 people that have like been diligently like sort of like denying that there is this wide disparity and in, in, like literally everything are finally seeing the actual disparity that they've yeah. refused to believe because this is something that is is affecting everyone non-discriminately like it's yeah. it's just affecting everyone and like you know i think 
it's worth pointing out, like some people was like, oh, now is not the time. But like, it is worth pointing out that like it took this, like something as non-discriminatory as a virus for the government to do something. Whereas, you know, um, you know, black people being shot by the police, nothing's happening. People dying of AIDS, nothing's happening. All of that. And again, people are like, no, that's not, it's not the time for politics or whatever. But like, it's, you know, once it starts affecting them and that's just like how America works, man. Like as soon as it started affecting everyone, then that's when real change happens, unfortunately. But I think it is, go ahead. I think it is exposing a lot of things and I am very optimistic after this that there's going to be lots of, a lot of things are going to be changing. I think a lot of people are going to have perspective um post all of this once we get past this i think people there's going to be a lot of perspective and i think i do think our society is 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 revving up to a lot of structural change in just how we do everything i think yeah i hope so i mean like this whole this whole block of four years this pandemic is sort of like summing it up really it does what happens yeah. when you were not involved and you don't pay attention when and you don't vote when you let this guy come in you go so what it's for my how's my 401k doing and we rely yeah. we rely on <laughs> like, doing, like institutions and just you know just their formalities and not we right. don't lock it down into law how things should be i think you're right i think there's gonna be a lot of sweeping changes i mean just as far as like Maybe we'll see. I don't know. People are fucking dumb. We're getting a daily demonstration (laughs) of just how inept this regime is. This White House is, Um, and those those diehard bedrock followers are now falling away. So what what there was of the base, and I never believed there was a huge amount of people who were his base. I think they were made up uh, a lot of times. The Twitter trolls don't count. I don't think that's representative. It's like Bernie voters don't vote. (laughs) Um, I just feel like we're finally. He's finally being exposed for the guy that he is, um, and I think people are finally seeing. And I hope that they do because I don't like for people to tell celebrities or or, or famous public people to to you know stick to their thing. If you're an, a United States citizen, in my book, you have an opinion on yep. anything political. Uh, you don't have to, you know, and you're being told this by what some ignorant dude sitting on our couch in a trailer. I'm like, neither one of you are saying this from the UN. So if I'm alive, it's political. <laughs> if I'm dying, it's political. That's what used to be used to say in ACT UP when we were out there in the streets for the whole AIDS um, pandemic. You know, we're alive, it's political. We're dying, it's political. So everybody has a right to, to say. But I think we're getting to see in real time uh, what disinformation and lying does do to the public psyche. So there you yes. go. Uh, yeah. One thing that was touching on your heart, because I know you're a Broadway guy, is Broadway went dark. When mm. that when Broadway went dark and it happened very quickly before a lot of things were on lockdown because you had that case in New Rochelle that spun out of control in New York, I did get a little creeped out. I was like, Broadway shutting down. What the fuck like new york seems like indestructible so what was your take when you saw that like where were you what were you thinking what were your reactions oh well i was at home and i was just heartbroken i mean not only because we we did have plans to go see hadestown in um like literally next weekend but my my heart just broke because i mean that's that's so many people's livelihoods and like there there's 
there's so many musicians and actors and just and box office workers and ushers and people who who are janitors at the theater is just not getting paid now um Thankfully, as of uh, March 20th, the Broadway League and the Coalition of Broadway Unions and Guilds have reached an agreement to offer compensation to their workers to help them through the shutdown. Um, but I was I was so disbelieving because I was like, we were talking about me, Lindsay, and Harley, who we were going to see the show. We were talking about the possibility of, you know, once we saw that that news story about someone who was an usher at a theater who tested positive for coronavirus we were talking about the possibility of them canceling. I was like, there's no way like Broadway makes so much money for the state. Like if they were just dark for like one day, they would lose so much money. Mm. And I, I was convinced it wasn't going to happen. But the, again, that's before like everything just like ramped up and was dialed to an 11. Mm -hmm. That was also a pretty stressful week because like that we just learned like two days before that the rest of our semester at college will be online um, and our graduation ceremony is still up in the air, but frankly, I don't think it's going to happen. I think they're waiting to tell us because there's, there's a lot of, a lot of people are very upset about the situation. Um, but you get to graduate no, though. You're graduating. I am graduating. Yes. Thankfully, unfortunately my recital had to be canceled because, you know, obviously there was, there was no way to, to do it. There was a tentative return date, uh, on April 13th that date was set for us um, in the event that this would get better and that we could go back to classes. That's been scrapped. No one's allowed on the campus. The campus is shut down completely. Um, and I'm not, unfortunately, I, I did plan on going back to Morgantown next week. It's not happening anymore. Um, I'm afraid of a lockdown and me not being able to leave the state if I need to. Um, I don't want to be stuck in West Virginia, especially with this going on with my family. Like, I don't want them to be concerned. So it's a big old thing. My grandma was in Portugal amidst the travel ban thing. She got and stuck on, just as they were announcing this travel ban, you found out your grandma, unbeknownst literally. to you, was in Portugal. Because no one tells me anything. Uh, <laughs> no, I was, I did not sleep that night because I was like, oh my God, what if she gets stuck in Portugal? Like she has family there, but like, she's going to be like so worried and like, blah. but like they, thankfully they managed to get back. But like, even now, like that seems like such a, I'm not going to say it was a small problem because it was a problem, but that felt like it happened like years ago. Yeah, yeah like, I know. There's yeah, so many crazy. things that have happened yeah. in that, that was short last amount weekend. of time. Exactly. That was yeah. last Sunday that they were sorting that out. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. I mean, since we we had to delay the podcast because of you were you had laryngitis and my finger was self diagnosed because patient first didn't help me at all. But <laughs> basically, I think you should have just had. dude. After you told us like what happened with patient first, you should have just gone to WebMD. I felt like they were like fuck it. Uh, they probably just didn't want like old uh, contagion Andre in there. Uh, yeah. I would have texted you in the thread. So, so, so I either have laryngitis or cancer. Like WebMD is telling me both. So I don't know oh, what's Christ. going on. <laughs> I either have laryngitis or I'm dying. Yeah. So things have changed so quickly. I mean, like just within this last about a week and a half since we did the podcast, we were talking about this sort of like, like Nat laughing nervously a couple of, of weeks ago. And now it's like, holy shit. Because we were talking about what we we're going to talk about on the next podcast, and I'm like, I feel like people don't want to talk about the coronavirus anymore these days. And then that's became <laughs> our lives. Yeah. So. Yeah. And that, and I remember saying like, there's just going to be so much that has changed like just in this coming week, and yeah. it has like there's oh, it'll just be like, I don't know when we look back on this like 
it's going to be crazy just just thinking about all of this that's happening right now. No, seriously. No, it was just saying like, you know, like where were you then and what were you doing and how were you? And and here we are doing a podcast in the middle of the corner. Well, all of your answers should be I was at home <laughs> and I wasn't going anywhere. Exactly. A lot of people are out taking walks. Um, we liked going to Rite Aid today and seeing that there were people, they had put blue tape on the floor in one store. Yeah, when we walked, when we yeah. w- initially walked into the first one, we saw that line and we're like, what the fuck? It's but it like, was just people social distancing. Yeah. They were keeping, the store had marked places on the floor so that you could stand on those lines between each other. I thought that was great. They made all their workers wear gloves and yeah. masks. So I'm so glad to see people being protected and we're also trying to just stay out of grocery stores and trying to just live with what we have and and do the best we can with what we have we kind of are like low level prepper low level preppers we tend to stockpile somewhat like we buy we buy cases of 40 rolls of toilet paper on the regular yeah but there's a there's a we're we're seeing a lot of you know a lot of the deficiencies in our yeah in our kit in our kit yeah every so. day i make a list i'm like okay I, I didn't i underestimated this we don't have a thermometer today i was wondering if you could use a meat thermometer like we have in those digital ones <laughs> that i had from yeah. the olympics and the and google says no you're a silly bitch um so there's a lot of things that we don't we don't have and i, I hope i hope you know you know when when this when this passes and and there's not I just I hope it doesn't get too much worse, but I think I hope people take this as a you know a preparation so like the next yeah. time something that yeah. happens, they don't go and just like hoard everything and take everything off the shelves because they'll have something at home. Buy in advance. A lot of people don't so. have places to store stuff. I understand That's that. That's true. But That's you still true. can tuck things in. I mean, I've had all kinds of small ass apartments, and when Y two K was going out of, uh, out of control in nineteen ninety nine. Um, I managed to, I, I, I stored my friend's kit. Everybody thought it was my kit and gave me shit for it. His Y2K kit. And all I really liked out of it was that there was batteries and lots of bottles of water. Yeah. Because I'm like, you can always use those things. But um, we are earthquake kind of preparedness mm. around here a little bit. A little bit. We could be better. We could be a lot better, I think. There is this great TikTok that's going around that's like, I'm so sorry, but you've tested positive for the coronavirus. And then the other guy's like, "Uh, that's impossible. I have so much toilet paper. (laughs) (laughs) But I have all this toilet paper. How did I get it? (laughs) Um, There are people who are struggling to work at home, and I just want to give you a couple of tips. I know that at first I was like, what's the problem? Everybody should be able to come home and immediately like get this. And then I was talking to my cousin who goes, you need to go easy on people, dog. You've been working at home for two decades. And I'm like, Oh shit. You know, she goes, so do you have any advice to share? And I do. It's not that hard. I mean, I know it is hard. Some people just have the corner of a table. They have their couch only. They have, you know, just hearing a lot of my friends talk about what their um, needs are. I have a friend who's in New York. He's like, I'm in a studio. Don't tell me to, like, to create an office, in, an office in my, you know, studio. You know, what's the advice? And I, and it really comes down to this. It is unusual. Embrace the unusual. But get into the mindset. Don't work in your pajamas if you can help it. I know that sounds crazy, but put on something nicer yoga pants (laughs) i've spent i literally have not put on real pants this entire week (laughs) but if you're trying to be productive and you're trying to set up some sort of normalcy for yourself in an abnormal time i highly recommend just 
you know, clean up, you know, take a whore's bath or whatever and put on some semblance of a different outfit than loungewear, if I can say it that way. So not your pajamas. Put on a Johnny Rose suit and you should be fine. <laughs> Just wear a full-on three-peach a piece uh you say a little wrong. Uh, no, but like just put on something that's going to get yourself cleaned up somewhat. Brush your teeth and then find that corner of the couch, sit on the couch, whatever, but get yourself into the mindset of work. And no, first day out, just set an hour of work for yourself. If you can get an hour of work done in that first day, you have conquered it. You have done it. 45 minutes, you've done it. Sometimes 20 minutes. And then you'll build to where your work day is going to end up being like a three to four hour day. Trust me. You don't need to work any more than three to four hours a day unless you're doing sales, which my cousin does, and she has to be on call. But you can get a lot done in those three or four hours. We know from working at home, a lot of us, a four-hour day is your work day. Eight hours has been bullshit for a long time. When you find that, that out after working at home all this time, you're going to be super mad. It's going to be hard to go back to work, uh, but we'll do a podcast about that later. Another thing is... Don't expect a lot out of yourself. Do the best you can that first week. Everyone's distracted, but don't turn on the TV. Don't do it. The reason you don't want to turn on a TV while you're working, even though people say they can, is because you're putting off a treat. That treat is waiting for you when your workday stops. So if you stop at 2.30, 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock, then you can turn on your your Netflix. You know, if you can work to music, that's fine. A lot of people work to, to music, but... Save the entertainment portion of your day for the end of the day. And also build in the treats. I'm going to say I'm a huge believer in the bath. If you haven't taken a bath in years, it's time to get on board with the bath. Have the bath waiting for you. Get your Netflix on your phone. Put that up next to the bathtub. Don't let it drop in because you can't get to the Apple store right now because everybody's got COVID-19. Anyway, (laughs) but like, you know, make little nightly treats for yourself. You're going to listen to a book while you're in the bath or you're going to walk the dog or you don't have a dog or a backyard or any of that. Maybe it's the time that you just watch some smut or some porn or whatever you're fucking into. But like make sure you have an entertainment reward at the end of the day because you need that boundary. You need that commute time mentally, right? And another thing that I suggest is try to work on your sleep. Do your best to get sleep. If you've got CBDs, if it's a, it's a bath before bed, a hot shower before bed, really try to, try to work on your sleep because your sleep is going to cure so much. It's going to stave off getting sick. It's going to boost your immune system. It's going to help you with your stress so much. So try to work on your sleep as best you can. Coming from someone with chronic, chronic insomnia, I understand what I'm asking some people to try, but I've been working on it. And I went so far as to me and Ian got a CPAP machine. I we stocked up on our CBDs, and it's still hard. So in those nights when you can't do it, stay up and do something else. You know, stay up and watch a show and embrace your insomnia and try not to worry because we're all in it together. This is a cool thing about this is that if you're going to reach out to a friend, they're probably awake. <laughs> you know. Um, you can always DM us. If I'm awake, I'll roll over and go, what's up? Um, and if you guys have any quarantine stories you want to share with us or anything you want to share with us or ideas for our radio drama that is going to happen. I can't wait. Then reach out to us on our social media. 
you know. Yeah, I would love to know how how you guys are dealing with the quarantine. Yeah, I think any and all helpful tips are greatly appreciated. Um, I, if I can throw in my two cents, I'm not yeah. necessarily a work from home, but I do do a lot of my work at home. Um, I'm just not getting paid for it. Um, <laughs> so two things that help me. Um, I haven't practiced this week. This past week has been my spring break. I haven't been doing anything this next week. I got to get back in the saddle. Um, but two things that help me, um, literally lock your phone away, leave it in the room, in the other room, on the kitchen counter, maybe keep your Apple watch on you in case you get any important calls. But for the most part, try to keep it at least out of sight. That's a good one. Because I know, cause like, I know I'll be sitting in front of my computer if I'm like writing or something. And then I get like, just like. I'm just like, hmm. And I just look at my phone and I'm on Twitter for 30 minutes. Um, so it is a time suck. Just keep your phone in the room. Same. And uh, it's like my rosary. Like I pick it up and I had to like, I had to mm-hmm. check on what's on Instagram instantly. And I'm like, why? What's exactly. The exactly. Yeah. Especially around this time when we're all being inundated with all this information. Like it's okay. It's okay to like not know like every single breaking news update with what's going on. With it's this whole thing. okay to miss that second version of Imagine. It's okay. Oof, yeah, you it's don't even need to know the first one. Um, yeah. And then the second one is that if you're going to be in your home or apartment with your other family members, especially if it's a large family, let them know when they cannot bother you. Mm, good. So one. if you are if you are doing like how Lisa suggests, like a four hour workday, let them know when those four hours are, and just tell them if oh, if the house is on fire, that is the only reason to come in and get me lock the door stay in your room something just like just so that you can get in the headspace for yourself um and it's so hard i know what we're asking people to do is really hard it's hard to tell your family not to bother you when you're sitting there and they are going to fuck with you and it's going to take a few days for everybody to get the message but if you lock in and get it done here's the good thing about it first of all you're going to find out how productive you are second of all you're going to feel really really fucking good by getting stuff done when everybody else around you is getting nothing done because, you know, I've built like a 5,000-room mansion on Fallout, and you've closed a deal in Sri Lanka. Um, that's kind of the cool thing, too. But, yeah, I love that. These are Those are two wonderful ones. Let people know and, like, put your phone away. I have a bad habit. If my phone is nearby, sometimes I use it as an escape for 10 minutes, and that turns into a half hour. Those are excellent yeah. points. Especially for college students like me who are going to be doing online classes, let your family know when those classes are. Because, I mean, like, this, we're not, we're, it's going to take some time getting used to this online thing. I still have no idea how most of my shit is going to be taught, but we're just going to figure it out. We're going to play it by ear. But, yeah, just let them know, like, hey, mom, like, probably don't ask me to, like, you know, do the dishes during this time. Because <laughs> right. I, I am technically in class. Um, yeah, I do. Yeah. I close the door to my office when I, I'm on a writing streak and I can't be, I don't, I'm like my my attention span can be fragile. So I close the door so I can just keep my train of thought while I'm getting through a scene or I'm working Mm -hmm. out a problem in something that I'm writing. But I have the luxury of having a closed door to an actual physical office. So you're going to have to do it verbally with people. That's excellent. Yeah. Um, can I just give a quick tip about rubbing alcohol and cleaning all your knobs? (laughs) Of course. Because you don't, you can make a bleach mix, which is what I do. And I have a really crazy bleach mix, but like the bleach mix is going to like get spots all over. I wear a lot of black. Um, It can like 
cause a lot of uh, destruction using bleach water. And just one cap, one cap ain't doing shit. Um, I pour like, you know, probably a cup and a half in my bleach and water <laughs> mix. But I do use rubbing alcohol. And even if you have old rubbing alcohol, which I had in my cupboard, it doesn't go bad. It just loses its potency. So I've been rubbing down the handles in the house with my old uh, rubbing alcohol. And then I found a new bottle of 91%. Um, from 2019, so it's perfectly good. And wipe down your knob every day. If you're leaving your house, knobs, remotes, you can wipe down your cell phone. You can use rubbing alcohol on these surfaces, and it don't dilute it. And you can wipe it down gently. Don't pour the rubbing alcohol into your MacBook um, or your PC. But Jesus. wipe everything down, and then you can kill the coronavirus. It is fragile. The good news about the virus is it's easy to kill, Heat kills it, uh, rubbing alcohol, soap and water um, makes it easy to rinse off. And so if you don't have any rubbing alcohol and if you don't have any bleach or hand sanitizer or any of that shit, fuck it. You can still use just soap and water. So you can go around with your washcloth, make sure you're getting it nice and soapy, and you just hit all those handles. Be careful with your remotes and your other stuff in that case because you could actually render them useless. But I'm saying rubbing yeah. alcohol, if you have it, even if it's old, it's fine. And in some cases, cases, hydrogen peroxide can be used in the same thing. But, you know. Yeah, I, were, I am glad using, you said, um, said the thing about the phone. <laughs> they were using hydrogen peroxide. It smelled like it when I was at the, the hospital the last yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Working, so. so hmm. There's a lot like of these, apply, these supplies are not available, so people are using those things. So I feel like those things can can kill it. Yeah. Those yeah. are my tips. Everybody's telling everybody what to binge watch, I'm finding. So I'm not going to tell you guys what to watch. I figure you've got all this time on your own. You probably have enough knowledge at this point to launch your own entertainment podcast to tell us what to watch. I feel it comes down to a personal thing. I am going to suggest, though, that if you want to get some keep your mind off of it but still sort of staying informed with what's happening in the world, I'm going to suggest... Trevor Noah Daily Show. He's also doing it now on Instagram. If you go to his Instagram account, count mm. him and his reporters are doing daily reports. It's fucking hilarious. I've always adored Trevor Noah, but he's really funny on Instagram doing his updates. YouTube is a huge source. I know you kids are already there, living there, going, where you been, bitch? I know. I just walked into the room. <laughs> I recognize you. I see you. I love you. Um, you can see makeup tutorials. Just go in there and see what the daily spread is and what they're throwing your way. But I also love uh, Jesus and Miro and Showtime if you have this show or you can watch their old episodes on Vice on YouTube. Jesus and Miro are the shit. They're hilarious. They're really funny guys. <laughs> they do the entire hour of the show a uh, drunken high. Yeah. It shows. It's awesome. The Shop with LeBron James show, which is on HBO. You get sort of a pulse. It's um, only three seasons on, of it. Yeah, there's three it's seasons of that. not a lot of episodes. And they're short, but they're also very important. A lot of cultural conversations are being had there. And then John Oliver's last night to, to what is it, last week, tonight? The, yeah, something like that. I don't know. I, I can't remember. He, I can't take a whole lot of John Oliver because if he would just leave the jokes out of it, or I don't know. I feel like I feel like I just have too much just coming at me. And I'm yeah. Like, oh, slow down, dude. But there's some funny stuff going on there on those yeah. shows. I haven't seen them in a long time, so I've been engaging in them. I have. We were watching Self Made today with Octavia Spencer. It's corny. But I'm loving the story of uh, Madam C.J. Walker. Um, I also will say that 
I've enjoyed um, I'm Not Okay With This. And if you guys have seen that on Netflix, I know I brought it up before, but you really need to see I'm Not Okay With This. It is fucked up. Um, Westworld is back. I know you guys are watching that. Onward, we announced it's back. We should watch that. RuPaul's Drag Race this season has Leslie Jones on it doing commentary on the show. And now she's on Instagram doing commentary of her on the show. I feel like it's a snake eating the tail kind of thing that should be happening. <laughs> um, also, books on tape. Here's the one thing I was going to suggest. If you're just looking for free entertainment, you don't have the bucks for any of these shows, um, you can't afford but one streaming um, of the you know st- service. I fucking feel you. That was me for many, 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 many years. Um, I got to say, your local public library in most states has some sort of digital presence and you can check out books digitally. Um, Mm. Hoopla is one of the programs that you can look at. So it's H O O P L a look and see if there's a hoopla for your local um, library or call them up or go on their website and see if they have any digital offerings that are free. There's a lot of free audio books and there's a lot of free uh, digital books to read. Also, if you go to Audible, just Amazon or Apple Books, you can get the classics for free or for 50 cents in a lot of cases. So if you're looking just to catch up on the the classics, if you want to listen, if you want to read about the clicks or the clits, (laughs) just made a queer joke. Hold me. Um, It's it's never too late to read about clits. (laughs) So go to your public library, uh, local uh, digital service, and see what they got in store for you. Because there's a lot of cool uh, shit out there to check out, you know. Or you can read 20 uh, pages of Moby Dick and go, what the fuck is this shit? I'm so glad I didn't finish this book when I was in college. Ugh, me. (laughs) (laughs) I do want to suggest in the vein of YouTube, if you are someone who is very wary about the disinformation regarding this pandemic, I would highly suggest Dr. Mike's videos. Um, I I, I like feel Dr. that Mike. he is very reliable. He is an actual doctor. That helps. And he's very pretty. Um, so I would definitely check him out. He, he, he does some coronavirus updates, I think at least once a week, um, just to see how like, you know, things are going, get a pulse of what's going out there. There's a lot of myth busting. He does like, this isn't true. This is true. So I, th- and I, I, I would vouch for him. I I, I think he was he's a very reliable source on what's happening, and his Mike. his videos are also pretty entertaining as well. So um, we just find so, yeah. him as Doctor Mike on YouTube. If you just did a search on YouTube, you would find him. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and you'll know it's him because he's the pretty one. Yeah. Th- there you go. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of uh, stats out there that are wrong, weird. I've also to just this morning, a well-meaning family member um sent me some random shit about. They're about to mobilize the National Guard in all 50 states and invoke the Stafford Act. And I'm like, you're pretending like this administration has the capacity to mobilize anything. <laughs> it, I see a lot of really stupid information sharing. This happened also in the wake of 9-11 when the Internet was barely a thing. Um, don't do that. I had to tell my family member, bro. This is not from any real source. This is just shit you're passing around. Uh, don't be the passer arounder. You know, look up the source. Uh, see if it's vetted. If you don't know and you're not sure, don't share it. Like, it's just kind of, that's the easiest way to do it. You know, don't. It's like intellectual virus. 
yeah, there's a lot, and it, it just causes a lot of fear. I don't, we may see the National Guard at some point, but it's not a scary, horrible thing. They might be handing out these tests and doing mobile testing. Um, they might no, set yeah. up field I think hospitals. they have shut up in. I think they have to shut up in New York City, but that's mostly just to make sure people are off the streets, essentially. Sure, and they may have to do that if people keep like you know wilding out and doing spring break and all kinds of bullshit. They might have to do that, but uh, I've never seen in this country, you know, anything draconian like what was being sent around this morning. So if you get that kind of shit, you know, just ask people where'd you get it. And it's from Barbara. This is this is like Barbara Colton was at the top of this. I'm like, I don't know the fuck Barbara is, but she don't know get, shit about nothing. They can't even get people to stay at home, right? So come on now. So yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Just don't don't be the spreader of bullshit. You know, Facebook is a really weird place for that. Twitter, you get your ass kind of handed to you like really quickly. But Facebook, I feel like people are going. Well, they're saying like the whole ibuprofen thing lowers your resistance to COVID-19. I haven't heard a vetted medical person say that that's true. So it lowers your resistance. Yeah. It says that. See, I've heard, see, I've heard it, it exacerbates symptoms if you do have the coronavirus. So there you go. There's so many different things going around. Yeah. So maybe like, and again, it's tempting to go and look online for information because when your government is like, saying stuff like sleepy Joe Biden instead of like addressing the fucking shit that's going on. Yeah. Makes a bitch want to look some shit up on him, uh, you know, WebMD. but make sure you're looking up on WebMD and not like, you know, mad magazine. Cause mm-hmm. some of y'all tripping. Um, yeah, there's some, there's some really good relatable books about, um, viruses. If you're the curious type, uh, the great influenza by John Barry, uh, one of the books that turned me on to being a virus groupie, that one's out there. You can get it for $13 on Amazon. I think you can get um, a Kindle version for maybe around 18 Anyway, that's a good one. There's a couple of other books out there that kind of lay out to you what virus was because that one was the H1N1. That was an H1N1 uh, mm. disease that killed 100 million people because people kept suppressing it and not getting the news about quarantining until it was, like, really late. So... Don't be 1918, everybody. <laughs> oh, yeah. I also do want to say that um, if you have not filled out the census for this year, yeah, highly recommend doing that. You can do it online. Yes. Um, a lot of people are like, well, why do I need to do the census? It sounds like another thing I need to do. Well, first of all, we're all at home and bored, so you can do this. Yes. Um, and it helps many things. Currently... I no, I should I shouldn't say that because I don't know if that's vetted. Um, I heard something about coronavirus relief money being tied to the census. I, I don't want to say that's true because again, don't know if it's vetted. I do want to tell you though that the census um, does help uh, determine the number of seats each state has in the House of Representatives and is also yes. used to distribute billions in federal funds to local communities. Thank you. Um, and local government officials also use the census to ensure public safety and plan new schools and hospitals, et cetera, et cetera. So it does help. It, it's, it is a lot more than just saying hey to the government. It does help a lot of things. So, you know, if you have, the, I know you have the time, but go ahead and go ahead and take it online. Census 2020, Google it. It's right there. And if you're going to be the person who's like, oh, my God, now they have the information. They already got your information, dude. They already it's, got it. And there's not a lot of information there, too. We took It's we basically ours, your name ours, yeah. and do you rent or not rent. Um, I think they got your birth date. 
Yeah. Do they ask you for our social? Do we give our social? No. Um, but here's the thing. They already had the shit, man. If you vote, if you're registered to vote, they already got your shit. Yeah. If you have a driver's license, they already got your shit. If you've been uh, in a hospital and had to give over information, they got your shit. Clinic, got your shit. You know, you got a library card, you got your shit. You know, they, they got your stuff already. And also, most cities have the city directory. They have this information already on you. So you're not giving up anything brand new. It's not for a way for the Russians to hack us. They already did that without the census, by the way. So it's not a thing that you should be afraid of. It's completely fine. So don't don't fear it. Just do it. You'll feel good. I just wanna, it's it's kind of like going to church. You'll you'll feel good that you went. You know, whether you believe or not, you'll feel good that you went. Go ahead. I do want to ask you guys what you think about um, how this pandemic is affecting is going to affect. Um, the election in November and how it's affecting the primaries. Um, yeah, it looks like right here, I'm looking it up. Um, the voting has been postponed in seven states because of the virus. There's some talks about the election just completely being rescheduled. That would be big. Um, there are some people call, been calling out, like there are still people going to voting stations, but you do see people like sort of like standing apart from each other, which is good. Um, but there have been some people coming out, you know, like if people are choosing to stay home, like, is it, you know, like, Siri, I'm not talking to you. Um, is it, is it, I don't know, it's, is it opening up a can of worms because people aren't up being able to vote because of this thing? I feel like states are going to respond in a way, in a reasonable way. I feel like a lot of states are eyeballing what California already does. I just did it, by the way, myself last week. I um, sent a Got an application online to, it was a one-cheater, to register to vote by mail. So I think mm. a lot of states have this in place. I could be wrong. I need to, like, look up that information. But you should hound your state. Um, you should ask your representatives where, and just anywhere uh, online, how can I vet, vote in whatever county uh, online and just get your mail-in ballot. Because once you get your mail-in ballot... Um, the polls don't matter. You can just yeah. mail your vote in. So I, I feel mean, like it's the same that's the thing first place I would send people is like yeah. to in, to inquire whether you have that, and then we should demand from our representatives. I don't think the presidential vote is going to be delayed. No, it's November eighth uh, of this year. Yeah. I don't think that's going to be delayed. But you're talking about the primary vote. Um, I mean, I they feel might like not, they might not even have a convention. It looks like possibly they, may if not. they don't have this thing. Mm, in, yeah, because that happens. So it, July, who knows what they're right? gonna do? I think the convention is always just a place for a bunch of random um, nerds to get STDs. So I don't feel like we're gonna be losing out on anything if we don't have a democratic convention. They can just cast their their votes remotely. You know, whoever was going to make a sex tape at the Democratic National Convention, just make it now since you got all this time at home and just release it online. So there you go. I think those things are just stupid. I, I just find that these whole things are just a big yeah. circle jerk, whether it's the Republicans or the Democrats. I don't feel like it's ultimately going to decide. I know that um, that uh, baby Huey is trying to find a way to keep being president, and he's going to try to find a way to gerrymander, but I feel like the jig is up. I could be completely naive about this, but I feel like the jig is up, and I feel like we're going to be able to vote and we're going to have all of these things because we live in a remote world anyway. A lot of these things are already set up online. Yeah. So I feel like there will be uh, ways to 
to address this. And I'm, I'm with you, though. I'm nervous about it, too. I want everybody's vote to count. But you can't gerrymander the mail. So I feel like, can you mail the ballots in? Where do they go? That's the question, is where do those ballots get mailed into in your state? And then who's responsible for counting those? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think every state has an absentee ballot system, ballot system set up. So that's the same thing. They do. Vote by yeah. mail is absentee ballot. Right. Ballot. So basically, can we there. then, in, in lieu of this epidemic, and I guess it's going to be a street fight with some regions because they're trying to suppress the vote with black voters all the time. Um, yeah. I think that's going to be our next street vote. That we're, I think that's going to be the, the next battle we're going to see in the election. That's just what I'm predicting. We just have to get through this COVID thing. But I feel like if you if you feel good about it, I'm not going to tell anybody how to live their life, but I started feeling like, you know what? I'm going to get that mail-in ballot. Even if I go to the poll and I put it in the box, <laughs> um, instead of just mailing it in, at least I know I can, I can send it in in whatever form. Yeah. Ian does it because he could be on set. He could be out of state. He could be out of country. I do it. I usually like going down to the box and to the polling place and actually standing yeah. in the line. But now I'm like, I don't really want to do this anymore. I, I don't even want to go to the polling place anymore. Just mail that shit in. Yeah. I think that's what's going to happen now that we've made that decision. And so now that you're touching all these different things yeah. and screens. I think I'm going to be aware of it forever. Like, nah. I was already a germ queen before this. Mm -hmm. And now I'm thinking that I'm just never going to shake anyone's hand ever again. The DMV should I, be all online too. I agree. I was talking with um, my dad and my cousins and Sophia about this, and I don't think this is going to happen. But they were talking about how this pandemic is like shifting our ways of culturally greeting each other, and like my dad and my my cousins are like pretty much convinced. Like after this thing, like handshakes won't be happening no one's gonna hug no one's gonna do any of that like do you guys think that's that could actually happen i just i mean if it were i will be shocked I've, i think i think it'll be people who don't want to do it it'll be more it won't be rude right it'll be socially mm. socially acceptable for the response. days i don't want to hug you i don't know yeah. you i don't, don't want to shake someone's me. hand either as a woman who's had so many creepy dudes like press me into their chest they just want to feel my tits on them i'm like Super happy to let that go. <laughs> and also, I don't want to touch you. People are nasty. Yeah. I don't want to... Like, if we're, like, super friends, and I feel like we've gotten close, and I know your habits, then I'll hug you and shake your hand. I hope it does change things now that I think about it. Yeah. You get to earn the handshake. You get to earn <laughs> the hug. Yeah. It's just going like to be like, the handshake hey, will just go out of style. I don't know. It's a head nut. I mean, now. it could. I mean, the, there's a whole, the, the whole Asian continent's over here going, bro, we don't do that. We've been fine. Japanese have been bound to people for a long time. What's up? What's up? Chinese, like, what's up? Hey, what's up? Like, they don't, like, you know, I can't do Wakanda. I just do the half Wakanda and do a spin out. I've been, I've like, <laughs> I do the, I just spin out of the way. Um, that's, that's my new handshake. I feel like, you know, it's not going to kill culture though. Yeah, it's just I think it's gonna like it's gonna add another uh just another method of, of greeting. It'll be cool to be like I think it's gonna make us think know. about it, which is cool. I think that that is cool. Yeah. You know? But I don't think anything's gonna fall away internally within our 
our society. I feel like this is making us appreciate. Like I'm a person who lives like I'm in a quarantine all the time. I don't mean to, but I just, I spent a lot of years on the road in motion, constantly going. And then one day I got sick of it. And I think I, because I've been going so fast and furious since at the age of like 15, like at 45 years old, I was just like, I just don't want to go anywhere anymore. I don't want to take another plane, another cab, another <laughs> train. I don't want to be in another random ass hotel, you know, with another tab and another, you know, another report you have to send in to get your money back. I just got sick of it. So now I don't make unnecessary trips. I don't, Probably a little bit too much agoraphobic, though. I think I, I know I do have anxiety about going out now. But mm. now that everybody's doing it with me, I kind of feel free. <laughs> I feel like Kirsten Dunst and Melancholia. You should go uh, watch that uh, movie. Come back to me and then you'll go, oh, and get that reference. Wait. <laughs> like I'm sort of kind of made for these times. Do you know what I mean? But I also understand mm -hmm. that it's very, I see fear in people's faces and um, that's painful to see people afraid. So. I do see people, a lot, a lot of people freaking out of just, just being home for like a week and not being yeah. able to go anywhere. I mean, like, I understand. I totally understand. But like, this is like my dream. <laughs> I would like, this is like my end goal in life is to yes. stay home and never have to leave. Um, but even then, even myself it, i'm, it I'm getting a little suck. bit of cabin fever but i do yeah but i do understand some people's anxieties over it like I, I i could imagine like for someone who's like extremely outgoing like suddenly being able to be shuttered in and not be able to go anywhere and then there are people pointing out like okay you know how that feels okay now think about prison and think about people yeah. in this yeah. is what i'm talking about like i think this is bringing up a lot of things i think people are now starting to appreciate the people who work in grocery stores yes. and being like, Hmm, maybe we should be paying them more than $8 an hour. I, agree. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so we're I think starting to see who matters and we're also starting to see how fragile it all is, right? That all of these people are losing their jobs in droves and we're in a yep. worldwide recession out of this. I mean, just hands down, that's already happening. It's a worldwide recession. I don't know how we're going to like bounce out of it, but I don't know. I just hope that, I hope everybody's kind because yeah, we are seeing what we're made of yeah. and I don't, I don't think we're going to know what all that means until the, all of this is over. Right. Mm -hmm. Probably. It definitely is going to change. I, mean, I think people are going to see just like how, I mean, fuck fragile, just like completely non-existent, the infrastructure we have for this sort of thing. Like it's just not there. Yeah, You know, we're not prepared for this at all. And some people say, like, well, how can you possibly be prepared for this? I mean, like, we could have been preparing for this back in, like, January, yeah. February. You know, we could have, we we, could have been we better We only prepared. started doing shit, like, a week and a half ago, guys. Like, yeah. we could have been prepared better. Totally. But now we'll all know. I mean, I think we'll all have this in the back of our minds. When everything goes back to normal, you'll buy that extra case of toilet paper. You'll buy that extra <laughs> rubbing alcohol. You'll... Oh, these are, these will last a while. I'll buy an extra box of these. Oh, these are on sale. I mean, I think I'm going to be thinking like that for yeah. sure. 
Yeah. What's weird is we had already like stopped getting our, I sort of stopped getting my hair cut at the salon starting last October, just for one reason or the other, but mostly because my hair is so thin and I cut it off. Like I have like almost a marine jarhead kind of haircut. So today Ian like was just shaving off the, the baseline of my hair all the way around because I'm doing a reset so it can grow out like all evenly. And I'm just thinking, you know, Yes, it's happy. That's great for me because we've learned to do this at home. But then I think about our friend who works at Supercuts who, yeah, you know, is like now they've they're they've shuttered that industry because it is a complete touch industry. So, you know, she's got kids. She's got two young children. And I do think, wow, there's a whole bunch of people, millions of people now who are going, what next? So we're here with you, though. We're thinking the same thoughts with you. Maybe the next one we do, we do our dumb radio play. And it's not about this because we do want to cheer each other up and be there for each other. In the podcaster community, we're always trying to ask each other, how can we help? You know, what can we do? Mm -hmm. And um, if you guys have any suggestions or if there's anything Anything that you want to hear or you need, um, let us know. We want to try to do whatever we can within the realm of our own possibility and reach. So let us know, right? And thank God for our medical workers, the people who are out there putting their lives on the front line, all these nurses, all of these doctors, ambulance drivers, my nieces. I'm thinking about my niece's father. He's an EMT uh, worker. And they're all kind of staying away from him. She has um, issues, and so she can't be near her own dad. And it's 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 weird times right now, you know. And I just think about those people every day, all day long. I always ask people when we're in the stores, "Are you okay? How are you holding up?" And just being asked the question seems to do something for people. Don't you notice? Like when we ask, they're like, yeah. "Thank you for acknowledging the fact that I'm." stressed you know and scared and tired so and during my surgery i was asking all the people there i'm like how are you guys doing they're like we're hanging in we don't know if we're going to keep getting to do the surgery stuff or we're going to be pressed into service Uh, but everybody's being like super chill so i don't know does anybody else have anything else no i don't yeah, just I mean, just shout out to anyone who can afford to not work during this. Um, Jesus. Yeah, we're gonna get through it. We're gonna get we're, through it. Yeah. Yeah. Bad it's, leadership and all, we lead ourselves, right? Yeah, we're gonna be fine. That was me having a sip of my Corona. Don't judge me. Um, the beer. The beer. I'm yeah. not drinking uh, an actual vial of the virus. But you buy Corona. I'd just be, wouldn't I just be like death itself if I was doing that? Yeah. Corona light. Um, you guys take care of yourselves. We will be back probably sooner rather than later um, since everybody's up and operational. And we have Andre back. He seems to be healthier. So as long as our um, health is holding up and everybody's cool, we will be talking to you sooner rather than later. And like I said, hit us up if there's anything you want to tell us, 
uh, we have a community. We're just going to open up the community cork board if there's something that you want to promote, something that you're making at home, podcast, book that you're writing, website, any kind of project. Uh, let's just do an open call for. Just yeah. send it to us at ashlandpodcast at gmail.com or you can drop us a DM on uh, Instagram at ashlandpodcast on Instagram, ashlandpodcast on Twitter. Um, on We're also ashlandpodcast on Facebook. So you can message us um, in any way, shape, or form. We also have a phone number somewhere that I've lost uh, track of if you want to call us. I can find it really quickly. I'll vamp for a minute. So if you want to like reach out to us and say if there's, a, if there's something that you want to promote, if there's anything that you're, you know, you're not gouging anybody, but there's something that you have on the open market that you're trying to sell. You have an Etsy shop. You have an eBay thing. Um, let us know what you got going on, and we'll promote it. We'll promote the shit out of it. We'll do it at the top of our next podcast. So if you have anything that you want to let us know about, let us know what country you're in, obviously, and all the details when you reach out to us, and we'll give it a plug. How about that? So... We can do that for you. If it gives us a little dough or gives you a little shine, uh, we would absolutely love to do that. And what's our phone number again? Does anybody know? Um, I don't have it. I'm wrong. I'm logged into the wrong account. It's we will be posting something. it though. It's, it's actually somewhere you can do- you can dig it up. It's on our uh, our Facebook page. You can call us, but probably just for for this purpose for plugging things, print is always better. So just type up uh, what you want us to plug, and we'll plug it all day long. Yeah. So. Um, on the way out, I do want to say something really quick that has helped me as um, someone you know, who's you know, creative and is kind of stressed about what's going on. Um, I'm seeing a lot of great tweets about how um, don't feel pressured to write the next best-selling novel in this quarantine or write the next hit song. It's okay. We're all going through it. Don't feel pressured just because we have all these huge amounts of time suddenly take it easy on yourself yeah i think there's enough leeway to relax a little bit especially in this high pressure time so don't feel pressured take care of yourself take care of your loved ones stay inside go outside but like don't talk to people um no i'm just kidding um yeah we're gonna be okay we're gonna get through it i agree with that this is you don't have to write the great american novel when you're uh you're down for quarantine sometimes it's just about taking a bunch of naps or having a thought on the toilet. So it's cool too. Good advice, Jennifer Hutchison. She was the uh, a writer on Better Call Saul and Breaking Bad. And I, when I saw that, I was very hopeful that she said that. I was like, mm. yas, Queen. Uh, but if you do write the Great American Novel and you want to promote it on the podcast, let us know. <laughs> We'd love to promote that too. Uh, yeah, you guys take care of yourself. That's all we can just say. we we got to take care of ourselves right now. Stay at home if you can. If you're struggling, reach out to us and to friends and your family. And we do. I like to say this all the time because I mean it. Uh, I don't even know you, but I love you. Bye, guys. Bye.